Gaming Podcast listeners. Today is Saturday, May 19th, and I'm about to go to work for a pretty simple day. But to get you started in the news, the nuptials between Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are actually in progress as I speak about this wedding. There are many famous actors, actresses, and people at this ceremony, including Oprah Winfrey, George and Emile Clooney, Serena Williams, and David and Victoria Beckham. Unfortunately, yours surely was not invited. Disappointing to us all. Including me. I'd love to have tried their food there. In other news, and more grim news, over 100 people were killed in Cuba yesterday as a plane that took off crashed right after takeoff, um, traveling between one of the beaches and the capital of Cuba near the airport of Havana. But let's go into other news about the will of Scotch. Now, the history of Scotch starts with recorded history of the monks in 1494, where the Scotch drink known as the Water of Life, or Usnit Bretha, was considered the earliest form of Scotch. It was first, the first quote of it was that eight bowls of malt were given to Friar John Corr, where he was supposed to make this special beverage. But this would be enough for 1,500 bottles of Scotch, indicating that the, pra- the practice of making scotch has been well-developed in this century, leading experts to believe that actually scotch was produced earlier than this in Scotland. Whiskey production was first taxed in 1644, causing a rise in illicit whiskey production. Between the 1760s and 1830s, a substantial unlicensed trade that originated from the highlands of Scotland, forming a significant portion of the economy's income there. Now, there were a lot of issues with this because the Highlands were able to escape a lot of taxation, but the Lowlands were not able to. This led to some differences in the Scotch there, but the taxation did continue during the Napoleonic Wars uh, due to the need for income for the government to fund this war effort. Now, during the time of taxation on the liquor, Many of the Highland magistrates, themselves part of the landowning class, uh, basically did not bother any illicit distillers because they paid their rent, and people who are in jail don't pay rent. So they're like, we're still making our money. We're happy there. In 1823, Parliament eased restrictions on licensed distilleries with the excise tax. At the same time, it made it harder for illicit sales to operate there. They found counsel from the, the Crown appealing, appearing in their courts. So it forced the maximum penalties to apply. In some cases, moved to the Court of Exeter in Edinburgh for tougher sentences. Highland landowners were now happy to remove tenants who were distillers and clearance of their estates there. So this issued in the modern area of Scotch production. In 1823, there were 2,232,000 gallons of whiskey produced that had a duty paid on it. In 1824, this increased to 4.35 million gallons. Two events helped increase the whiskey's popularity. First, the introduction in 1831 of the column still. The whiskey produced with this process was generally less expensive to produce and also less intense and smoother. So this caused your like big peaty, mossy flavors to become more brought out, more drawn out, more of the floral flavors instead of your bitterness of the alcohol itself. 
Uh, because this, uh, this column can do multiple distillations in a continuous process, it is also more efficient there. Second, the Pollard Explug destroyed the wine and cognac production of France in 1880, which where a lot of people of the noble class were drinking this, so they had to drink scotch instead. Good thing that book hit us. So, that's a little bit of the history of the news. We will continue this part of the series into next week's episode, going more into the different flavors and the flavor profiles of scotches. This is Tom from Early Bird News. Have a wonderful weekend and weekday.